Support for this podcast comes from you. And Biogen, committed to transforming the treatment of neurological disease. Biogen is working to develop life-changing therapies for people with multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's, ALS, and spinal muscular atrophy. Biogen.com science. Welcome to Innovation Hub. I'm Kara Miller. We've talked a lot on this show and in society in general in the last few weeks about immigration into the U.S., but it's not just people moving here that looks to be slowing down. It's also mobility within our own country. New research shows that America, which used to be all about seeking out the best opportunities, you know, go west, young man, or if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Those moves have been happening less and less. Why? Abigail Wozniak has been trying to answer that question. She's an economist and an associate professor at the University of Notre Dame. She co-authored a paper on this phenomenon. Abigail, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So you argue that the U.S. job market is getting less dynamic, um, and it has been since the early 80s. Was that finding surprising to you? Well, in a, in a sense, I will say it was not a surprise um, because we started digging into that um, as a result of some other work that we'd done looking at geographic mobility among U.S. workers, so specifically the share of workers who are making long-distance moves of some kind, whether it was to a new metropolitan area or across state lines. And what we'd found in an earlier paper was that that had also been declining since sometime between 1970 and 1980. Um, and that did, I would say that initially did really surprise us. Um, we had started digging into that based on a number of concerns voiced by both policymakers and the media that during the Great Recession, people started moving less. There was concerns about um, homes being underwater and that that might make it more difficult for homeowners to resettle to labor right. markets with better right. opportunity. Um, so there was a lot of anxiety for a, a little while around that possibility. And then what we were able to show is that, in fact, yes, uh, moving did go down in the Great Recession, but it's really almost a straight line back to that inflection point, that turning point between 1970 and 1980. Um, and so that did really surprise us that it had been a pretty continuous trend for that long a time period, and it hadn't received a whole lot of attention up to that point. So does that mean, I guess that means people are just like not taking as many out-of-state jobs as they used to. People aren't sort of saying, well, I got I could get a better position if I move from Cleveland to Los Angeles, if I move from Seattle to Houston. People aren't doing that as much. That's right. And it's not just people saying, you know, I'm not finding anything better far away. It's also people saying, I'm not finding anything better where I am. So when we look at, you know, who's changing employers, it's not just that changing employers has gone down among people who would have to make a long distance move to do that. Changing employers has actually gone down among everyone, you know, people who stay in a big metropolitan area and people who make that long distance move, um, people who have a BA or higher, people who have a high school education um, as their final degree. We see this over a really broad swath of workers. Um, and so for us, that really pointed to a big shift in the labor market with geographic mobility, um, as important as it is, but being really a follow-on effect um, behind what is changing in the labor market. 
what's so surprising to me about this is that I feel like it runs completely counter to the narrative that I think a lot of people embrace, which is, you know, gee, these days people go from job to job, like the tenure at each job is a lot less. It used to be that people would work 10, 20, 30, 40 years at the same job. Those days are gone. But you're saying, no, people are really committed and like they used to be more mobile, no more. Yeah, and so I get asked this a lot when I talk about my work because it is very counter to what yeah, people it's feel. Like it's it's counter to everything people believe. And I think honestly that's talked about in the media in terms of like now people, you know, are at places for six months and it, it, there's no stigma and they just make a change. Yeah. So we have a couple of answers to that. Um, and I should mention this has mostly been joint work um, with co-authors who also are research economists at the Federal Reserve. I will say up front, I think this is not that well measured in data that we have readily available. Um, And I think there's a little bit of disagreement about this among economists. Um, But the people who have the best data, um, and as far as we can tell in our own data, what's happening is that you're right, those 20, 30, in some cases, 40-year jobs, those are becoming less common. So if you look at the share of the workforce who has what we would call really long tenure, and in our data, we define that as eight years or more, which maybe isn't super long, but that's enough to see the change. People who have really long tenures are becoming a smaller share of the workforce. So those really long jobs are going away. But the other thing that is also decreasing are these instances of really short jobs. So we're able to measure um, in some of the data that's available whether someone's had a job for as as little as a quarter, so three months out of the year. Um, We've looked in our own analysis at people who've had jobs for a year or less. Those fractions are also going down. Um, And so that means that people are taking a job that they thought was gonna maybe be brief or that in the past, two decades ago, would have been a short stint, and then they would have moved on to something else. And those are turning into longer-term jobs for them. So um, one thing I often ask people to do, it is pretty easy to think of people who, you know, they kind of up and left and there was something new for them. But also think of how many people you run into who are in a situation that they thought was going to be much shorter than it turned out to be. Um, And that is what we are finding in the data is actually becoming more common. Um, People think, you know what, I'll just do this for a little bit, maybe for a year. I hear a lot of students graduating. They say, I'm going to just do this for two years, and then I'm going to switch to something else. And then they come back five years later, and they're still doing that same thing. Um, it It is just getting harder to make those transitions. I'm Kara Miller. This is Innovation Hub, and I'm talking about why Americans are moving around the country less than they used to. Uh, with me is Abigail Wozniak. She's an economist and an associate professor at the University of Notre Dame. What switch did somebody flip or what happened? Like, what force was going on in the job market, in the economy that, you know, people were taking jobs in California and then they were moving to the Midwest and they were and then they were moving to New England and, and to Florida. And then it all started to kind of, as you say, sort of slide back towards um, people staying put. Yeah, I wish I had a single kind of silver bullet answer for that. We actually have a lot stronger evidence for what did not switch. Um, So the first one is aging. So the population 
workforce also has started to get older. Older folks, you know, they do stay in jobs longer than young folks. They move less. They're more settled. So you would think that might cause some of this just overall less fluidity in the labor market, less geographic mobility. We don't find much evidence of that. So as much as that's a factor in a number of other things, doesn't actually seem to be a factor, particularly for these job changes and for long distance moves. Another thing that we spent a long time working to cross off, but again, I think is really interesting and important, is this long run rise in inequality in the US. So to us, we thought, well, look, this is the same exact period of time where the US has seen a really big run-up in inequality. We've seen a hollowing out of the number of jobs available for middle skill and middle earning workers. This seems like the kind of thing that maybe could slow things down. If the middle's gone, you can't move up very easily. Um, Maybe it's not worth it to move for a lower paying job. And since you can't move up to the middle, people stop switching as much. Um, Maybe people get more cautious and they start spending more time looking for matches. Um, So we thought this could be part of the rise in inequality. And what we found, um, and we found this, I think, initially really surprising, is that actually in states where they had the biggest run up in inequality, they had the smallest declines in fluidity. And that's actually, unfortunately, and this also goes to whether this is a happy story or a sad story, that's because um, rising inequality displaced a lot of folks. And that increased transitions, you know, compared to states that were having less of a run-up in inequality. Is there a difference in... uh wealthy people moving versus uh, middle income or lower income people. I mean, I think that many people, when they think of people moving across the country to take jobs, moving to New York, moving to Silicon Valley, that kind of thing, they are thinking, uh, you know, when somebody uproots their whole family, they very often think of, you know, getting a very lucrative job. And that would be a reason for maybe moving away from your extended family. But the incentive is so high. Um, And you also have certain sectors like banking and so on that tend to be on the coast, technology that tend to be on the coast, and people moving around because of that. Um, Are higher income people more likely to say, I'm just picking up my stuff and my family and I'm going to move? So there's definitely a difference in average levels of moving across people by educational category. Um, Okay. And definitely, and and this is in kind of different work, but um, with with another team of co-authors, I've been able to show that going to college is actually something that will later on boost your geographic mobility. It actually has this causal effect of that. It's not just that people who are more likely to pick up stakes are also more likely to go to college. Um, So by getting that higher education, we actually transform workers into people um, who are more likely to be able to make those kinds of changes. Abigail Wozniak is an economist. She's also an associate professor at the University of Notre Dame. She co-authored a paper called Understanding Declining Fluidity in the U.S. Labor Market. We will link to it at our website, innovationhub.org. Abigail, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.